episode of Behind the At Curtain. I know. We were gone forever, and now we're back. We're I back know, on the right? roll. Feels good. Oh. Feels good to be back at it. So I got, like, everybody coming back into the house because I had the project going on. And, yep. like, I was basically living alone for a month and a half. Sure. So, like, the kids are back now, and it's been an adjustment for them. They were all living at my parents. Like, it's it was kind of hectic. Right. You know, the two boys sleep in the same bed. Uh, Melissa and Emma and Ben were in a room together. Oh God! So like they're getting to the house. And so you're like, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> so like there, there's an adjustment period. Yeah, but totally. I'll tell you, like they're they're kind of driving me nuts uh, a little bit. You know, during this adjustment sure, period. Sure, sure, sure. My daughter is like a tyrannical, ruthless <laughs> mercenary or something like. As I, she should be. I don't know if I should have her her tested or something. But so like the other day, <laughs> uh, so Halloween was, you know, a little while back. Yep. And, uh, Halloween, um, Sam was going to be Darth Vader. Oh, I saw the photo. Yeah. So I got to say, it was a great yeah, photo. So Alex you was a stormtrooper, which I explained yep. to him after. I'm like, technically, your younger brother's your boss. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm a, I'm going to be a good stormtrooper then. And I'm like, listen, that movie's not out yet. So. Yeah, you got to get away from yeah. Christmas for that one. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Emma was Princess Leia. Yeah. And she's like, first off, it starts, it's like, well, you know, She's like, I'm Princess Leia, so I'm in charge. She's a princess. <laughs> and then she's got, she's like, well, I want blasters. She's got blasters. Sure. And the next thing she's like, well, I want blasters and a lightsaber. And I'm like, well, Emma, you know, Princess Leia is not Listen, a Jedi. You should have said, you can have anything as long as you don't ask for that slave Leia costume. <laughs> <laughs> We did have a conversation about that. That's awesome. Uh, I think I was saying something like, I'd be dad of the year. Like, it'd, it'd, be on, it'd be in the, the news. You but, could have been um, like Jabba the Hutt and she could have been Slave Leia. So, <laughs> it's fucked up in so many ways. I guess it so, is. So uh, Sam had his lightsaber as Darth Vader, which he was complaining because I didn't have a red lightsaber, but whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. sorry, I, Sam. You can knows. tell your therapist when you're 25 that I'm a shitty one. dad because he didn't have a red lightsaber. <laughs> But so Emma's big thing was she wanted this fucking lightsaber. So she gets this lightsaber, you know, and like, and Sam and Alex. No, is it one of the ones that extends out? No. So it's one of the poly, polycarbonate ones that are meant for like battling. Oh, like, nice. Like the boys. And we do like little yeah, light, lightsaber yeah, yeah, duels. Yeah. But it's it's sturdy. It's hefty. Sure. You can take hits. Um, it's, it's cool. Like they're really cool. <laughs> And, like, she's just, like, it's dark up there, and I, I'm, like, I'm hearing just screams. Just screams, <laughs> like, like blood-curdling screams. And, and I, that's not from the girl. That's no, from the boys. No, like, like high-pitched. <laughs> so I'm, like, running upstairs, and everybody's back home, new adjustment, and the lights are off in the kids' room. It's pitch black. And, like, I can see Emma there, and the, the green blades glowing in front of her face. The two boys are cowering in the corner as she just... Just mercilessly beats them with this lightsaber. Just like that's fantastic. <laughs> and she's like, I'm Princess Leia. <laughs> oh God, kids, man! Oh, I just, I awesome. can't, I can't. You know it. what? When my girl comes along, I can only hope that she's wielding a lightsaber, beating her brother one day. Because <laughs> Emma will teach her the way. I'll definitely. It's, it's uh, she'll be like a Padawan to, oh. to Emma. Emma's Leia. <laughs> Emma's Dark Sidious. <laughs> yeah, right? You gotta get out of the Bosch costume so like oh, when she shows up, she's got a little detonator. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh. Well, speaking of kids, uh, nice little segue. Um, today's episode, uh, Behind the Act Curtain, we're actually gonna discuss what it's like to work with kids in the theater. I mean, you know, you got them at home, I got them at home, and, and that's one thing. But when you're dealing with somebody else's kids, that's a whole new level. Dude, it's, it's, this is a simple episode. 
awful <laughs> cut tape. Well, it's funny because End episode. what do they always say? Never work with children and live animals. And let me tell you, I understand why sometimes. Uh, because I've worked with some great kids. We were saying on our last episode, uh, the kids that were in Mary Poppins, all the kids that were in Mary Poppins were fantastic. Jane and Michael Banks, awesome kids to work with. Um, but I've also worked the flip side where I've had kids that you just want to strangle uh, at every turn. And like I said, because they're not your own, you got, you got to find a balance of, you know, how do you talk to these kids versus, you know, like how far can you take it before you're actually being, yeah. uh, you know, like an asshole to a kid? <laughs> how much can you beat them before their parents complain? Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, we've talked in the past and I've thrown things at kids and stuff like that, you know, for the greater good, obviously. But, uh, yeah, working with kids is definitely... Um, it's it's a whole ball game in itself. Um, it's not bad when you've got like a, a, a big cast and you've got adults and kids. Yeah, a handful um, of kids. A handful, sure. You throw a couple in there and usually there's enough adults around to help corral them. It's when you get into an all-kids production uh, that it starts to kind of go awry or you get into some kind of activity where it's, you know, a, a class or, or, or something like that where it's just the kids and there are no adults and it's like, you know... It's just definitely an entirely different monster uh, of theater because, you know, kids are kids. And, and they always have a way of pushing your buttons oh. that it just uh, makes you, I'm just <laughs> I'm crawling thinking about it. Uh. So here's the thing. We just recently had auditions for um, Alice in Wonderland Jr. Yeah. Uh, this is actually going to be the second time that the Encore Repertory Company, actually Encore Kids, sorry, Encore Kids is going to do uh, Alice in Wonderland Jr. Uh, the stadium did it a couple years back with their group. Um, yes, actually, I, I think I did both of them, Encores and sure. and stadiums. So, yeah, so so it's coming back around again. It's, it's one of those shows that I guess every couple of years it comes around because, let's face it, for kids... If you're looking for a junior show, there's not a lot of choices. And and the theater wants us to do big name shows. So Alice in Wonderland's a big name. Little Mermaid Jr.'s a big name. Aladdin's a big name. It's Disney. You can't go wrong with Disney. Yep. It's like when you start getting into titles like Bugsy Malone, which I'm sure is a great show. Nobody knows what the hell that is. Yeah, so it's like it. you throw that out there and nobody wants to do it. Hunk. Another yeah. great kid show. Not going to do it because nobody knows what it is. Um... What's been great with the Encore Kids program uh, is, depending on the age range we go, because we can go in any age range, usually it's between like 5 and 18. That's that's the cutoff. You can be 18, you can be in the Encore Kids show. If you're older than that, that's it. Sorry, go do the adult shows or do the other shows. Um, so as long as you're a kid, you can audition for these shows. And... Uh, this time around, we happened to do Alice in Wonderland Jr., and our ages were, like, full range, 5 to 18. We've done shows in the past where we've only done, like, 16 to 18, and we've done full productions. Um, we did um, High School Musical, which is not a junior production. It's a full show yep. done with all kids. Uh, so there are certain scripts out there. We did The Wizard of Oz with the Encore kids. We did the full version of the show I remember that. with the kids. So, you know, we're... If, if you've got a good core group of kids and you're able to, to put on these full-length productions, we can totally do that. We call it Encore Kids. It's not a junior production, but they're doing the show just the kids. And, and we've been very successful doing it that way. But again, like I said, every couple of years comes around and the shows get recycled because, like I said, there's not a lot of junior productions. 
Um, so every once in a while, as much as I love working with the adults, I like working with the kids. I don't have a problem working with the kids. Sometimes I would prefer to work with the kids because I'm going to tell you, I've worked with some adults who you want to wring their necks just like you do sometimes with these kids. Um, because it comes down to like commitment. I have adults who can barely commit to being at rehearsals when they're supposed to. At least with kids, it's their parents who are bringing them. So you can't get mad at the kids. You can get mad at the parents. But it's like, you know, yep. they made the commitment. The parents are going to get them there. At least they're there. You, you know, though, the, the thing that's tough, at least for me with kids, is you, you get an adult that you just loathe and you, and you, you don't <laughs> want them around. Are you talking about a parent? Yeah. Well, okay. no. But so you, like a, during a regular adult cast, yep. you might get and you just like loathe them or whatever. Sure. With, a kid sh with the kids, you get the kid and for every kid, there's at least one if not two parents. Mm. So you've got, instead of dealing with one person, you're dealing with two <laughs> or three people. Oh, yeah. And like... And we've talked about stage parents sure. before, and oh, you absolutely. get into that whole thing, absolutely. and it's just like... It can be a nightmare. Yeah. It can be really tough. Like I said on the last episode, I was very fortunate. Our Jade and Michael Banks were great kids to work yeah. with, um, and the parents were fantastic. And that's that's like the jackpot. When you hit that, it's like awesome. Uh, and it was great, too, because I had a, had a conversation with um, Nolan's dad, who played Michael Banks, and um, he actually pulled me aside, and he, and he complimented me. He said that he... He really liked the way I didn't let his kid, like, get away with anything. Like, if he was being fidgety, I told him one night, I said, Nolan, stand still. Uh, if you don't stand still, I'm going to get a nail gun. I'm going to nail you to the floor. And then you have no choice to stand still. So even in my joking, uh, you know, I'm still making the point that he was really you need to stand you still. Yeah. And, and, the, and, and the father actually, you know, he complimented. He said, you know, you're really good with the kids. And when I think about me with kids, I'm, I never think I'm good with the kids. But, you know, sometimes some of these kids, they, they're, they're going to listen to their parents to a point. But then when you have another adult stepping in uh, as an authoritative figure telling them, uh, you know, this is what you need to do. Make your mark. Hit your spot. Don't be fidgety. Stand still. You know, sometimes yeah. sometimes it takes that additional person to get the kid to See, listen. Some, sometimes, you know, kids will actually listen to other adults that, better than Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, they'll listen better than sure, their parents. Sure, 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 sure. Um, I know my kids are that way. So. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. Yeah, 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 no, I think it's, it, it, and, and it was a great compliment from them. And, and, and at the same time, when he's saying it, I'm thinking in my head, oh, man, I'm, at times, I'm like, am I being too harsh? Am I being too hard on this kid, you know? And uh, apparently, it was it was just enough for, for him. But you can't handle all kids that way because yeah. every kid is different. Well, the other thing with working with kids nowadays is it's really hard in our society, you know, to deal with kids. And there's, you know, there's, there's everything that's going on. You know, kids have, like... The guy have no filter, no boundaries. Kids have like zero boundaries on anything. Oh, absolutely. You know, if they're crying, they're sad. Sure, sure, sure. Or they're in a huggy mood, mm -hmm, or they're, they're mm -hmm. running around tickling people, or whatever. They're depending on the again the age group. Again, you know, yeah. It gets yeah, really yeah. awkward when the seventeen-year-olds run around tickling people, but yeah, that's you know. just that shouldn't be happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just it's it's difficult. Like in today's society, there's so many you know. Everything that's going on in the world, it makes it challenging too. Well, and, and you, you got to be so careful too. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to cover yourself first well, of all. Here's an example. There was an issue. Um, I was, I think, I was tech directing a show, and uh, there was a, a boy who was in the show. I want to say he was between the age of like maybe 
14, 15-ish. Um, and he was having some issues with some of the girls backstage. I think they were crew members. I don't even think they were cast members. I don't know if he was fighting with them or they were hitting each other. I don't know what was going on. But um, we had had problems with them before. Yep. So I had seen this. Now, being you know a, a member of Encore, a head of the company, um, witnessing this transpire, I told him, I said, you, let's go. I took him out into the alley, which is literally, you go through a door, you're in the alley. Yep. And um, I closed the door just enough so we didn't get locked out. And uh, I kind of laid into him. I was like, dude, what are you doing? You cannot be fighting with anyone. First of all, you should be putting your hands on anybody. Yep. I said, if your behavior continues in this way, you will not be invited back. You will not be able to be in shows with us anymore. We can't have that. You can't be acting this way. Yeah. And uh, I said, so... So this is your warning, man. Get it together. Stop fighting with people. Keep your hands to yourself. You'll be fine. So don't fight with people if you want to continue doing this. And uh, come to find out, a couple days later, the kid's father shows up the theater looking for me. He thinks I'm an employee of the theater and I'm going to be there during business hours. He wants to have a conversation with me because he feels I shouldn't have been alone with his son in the alley. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, but that's, that's exactly what but, you're talking but about. But this is exactly these, what you're talking the, about. Yeah, I know what you're the... talking about. So it, that's the kind of thing. And you're, you're absolutely right. So, so me just giving this kid, and, and the kid got upset. That's why. He was crying. He went yeah, home. So he, he goes home parents, and tells, tells daddy. And, and, and dad wanted to talk to me about it. Um, never ended up talking to him about it. Never came back looking for him or anything. I would have just sat down with the guy and told him exactly what I said to the kid. Um, I was literally giving him a heads up that if his behavior continued, he would not be invited back. I didn't want that to happen to him, so I was giving yep. him the heads up. The fact that we stepped outside so I wasn't embarrassing him in front of anyone, I thought I was doing the right thing, but apparently in this guy's eyes, I was doing the wrong thing. It, 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 it's, it's crazy. Like I Actually, you know, I just went through... Uh, uh, Alex is old enough. He joined Boy Scouts, mm -hmm, so they mm -hmm. have like all this training you have to sure. do and everything. And it, it is—it's like even that—it's—it's it's, everything is like liability oh, and all sure. this. And they're like, you never, never be alone with someone one-on-one. Yep. -on -one. yep. Either have two uh, two youth and an adult, or two adults, and like it's right. all this. Right. But and it's it's just the. To me, it's like, it's so screwed up. Like, what happened it, to being able to just... Exactly. It's too bad that we know. do live in a day and time where it's like that you have to cover your ass no matter right, what. Right. Because kid that kid could have turned around and said, I did all this crazy shit. And, yeah, and you'd be And in it's court his word against mine. Absolutely. Yourself, and absolutely. It's, it's and it's it's not saying that that would have been the case. No, but no. You but never it's know. possible. You it's never possible. never know. And yeah, and, and, and that was a few years back. That, that was... Um, I don't remember. I want to say it was one of the Christmas carols. We're talking two, three years I remember, ago. I remember talking about that with you. Yeah, I, yeah. it was bizarre. I was like beside myself the fact that it even happened. It was so, cool. you know, in the moment, you're not thinking about it, you know. And, I wasn't. But, and the fact that he had done so many shows with us, had a good enough rapport with the kid, I felt comfortable taking him aside and, yeah. and giving him the heads up. You know, I, you know, I, I run into that a lot with, um, I do like the, the Yah shows. Yeah, at know, the theater. Yep. And... Um, it's, it's young kids. They're, they're young kids, and and uh, there's a, it's very time limited. So a lot of times it's like uh, usually it's like a twelve o'clock show and a four o'clock show, and it's these recitals. Sure. First day I'm there, it's uh, first time I see the show, and you're putting mics on them, and then you're changing mics in between, and it's very quick. So it's usually me and a couple, a handful of whoever the volunteers are. Right. So trying to put mics on them and everything, and you know they're kids, mm -hmm. so like they come up and like 
you've got uh, well I know your general right. your general spiel to the adults are here's your mic yeah, I don't want to know I, where you so, put it like, I don't I don't want to <laughs> right I, I don't want to I don't want to touch anyone exactly. you know once you have it on I will adjust face placement and sure. things like that but you've got kids and it's different yeah. because they have no idea it's the first time they've ever worn mics sure, it's sure, a real sure, quick sure. kind of thing and yeah. they'll be like Oh, you know, can you clip it on my underwear? Can you yeah, clip it here? Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. You're no. Like, nope. Sorry. No. That's like, all you. <laughs> no, like, let me get uh, yeah. someone in charge. Yeah, 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 and we'll, absolutely. You know, or parents or, yeah. you know, but it's, it's true. But even that, like, I do it right on stage. Sure. Everyone around, you know, just yep. because I don't want to be in one of those yeah, situations. Yeah, you got you to be, be careful. You got to be careful. Um, um, but like I said, it, it's to to work with kids. It's 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 a totally different game than than working with the adults. Uh, we just had auditions uh, for Alice in Wonderland Junior, yep. and uh, some some of the things that happened during that. Um, I'll tell you something I miss. I miss uh, an encore, or I should say, an encore when I direct a show. Um, if you audition for me, you're going to get a phone call regardless uh, if you were cast in the show or if you were not cast in the show. Yep. Um, and anybody who's auditioned for me has gotten one of those two phone calls. You've either gotten the cast phone call or you've gotten the nothing for you at this time phone call. And if you've gotten that not from me phone call a couple of times, it's pretty much the same phone call. Um, but the funny thing is, every once in a while, I'll get that one kid who will... And, and here's the thing, too. When, when dealing with kids, it's like, I'm, I got seven and eight-year-old kids. I feel creepy calling someone's house asking for their daughter. Hi, hi, is, yeah. hi, is, little hi is Grace there? Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like, she's seven or eight-year-old, and I get the, uh, who is this? You know? Uh, I've gotten that a few times. So usually there's a spot on the audition form where the emails are. And it's usually the parents' email that's in there. So I try to go by that. But when I was making calls last week, uh, I would say the name in the email and it wasn't the parents' name. So they're already like, who is this? Well, yeah. Why are you asking for this person? Hi, is, this, is little Billy there? Yeah. This is Fred from the production company. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, man, it's, it's bizarre. But where I was going was, it's nice every once in a while when I'll talk to a parent first. And they're like, oh, my daughter's right here. Would you like to talk to her? And I'm yeah. like, sure, I'll give her the news. If it's good news. If it's bad news, I don't want to. I'll just be like, no, you can tell her. That's fine. Um, but these kids get so excited. Uh, very few, very few kids get super excited and like scream and react, and and, and hearing that is it's a great feeling. So, I, I, and I, I'm not ever involved in this process, so I'm curious sure. about something just because of, like I see this in sports and everything. So, in the modern age of like, every kid gets a fucking trophy, mm. like. How do the parents, like, did, does anybody ever get upset when you say their kid's not cast? Or, like, how does that go? Because I, I see that I all the time in other things. I'm just wondering, how does that, because you, you yes. can't, nobody, everybody can't get a trophy in theater, the, you the know? Tr the, the true answer is yes. Um, I've actually offered, um, like, ensemble roles to kids, and um, they would refuse them, which is fine. And then, like, maybe five minutes later, my phone would ring, and it would be the parent. And they'd be like, oh, I'm just wondering why my kid didn't get cast. Like, they're asking me. Um, and in that moment, I usually don't have all my notes from the auditions handy. Mm. So I can't be like, well, you know, your kid can't dance, your kid can't sing. Uh, <laughs> and they couldn't read for shit, so they didn't get cast. They should probably take well, They were sleeping. lucky they got ensemble. Yeah. and They could have gotten nothing. Uh, some kids got nothing. Your kid was at least offered ensemble. You right, refused right. it. But nice they need day. some work. I'm not going to say that to a parent. Yeah. Um, but if a parent... 
ask some questions and you know they're sincere about it I'll, I'll give them a little bit of advice I'd be like you know singing lessons you know I see you've only got one year maybe in a couple of years once I get a little stronger you know um, it's been a real long time since someone's actually gotten mad at me um, there was a uh, I think we actually talked about this once before uh, we were doing the production of Annie and a woman's daughter a woman who was very involved with the theater company oh yeah uh, she wanted to um, she wanted her daughter to be the lead and when she did not get the lead the woman was beside herself with me she's like how dare you not give that part to my daughter my daughter was owed that role in my head mm -hmm. like owed that role what the hell are you even talking about um so i think with a lot of new people like if they've never auditioned for us before i don't get a lot of that but for some people who've come back once or twice I i've gotten it, some questions like it, it is it's a I have a hard time with that whole. It's a concept that's foreign to me. Like I my, hate it. Everybody gets a trophy. You know, I, I, know, I hate it. I know, like uh, my son Alex. He's at school now. Mm -hmm. He has music class. His mother actually teaches him music. Oh, nice. And you know, and and she's a vocalist. You know, I've always been involved in music and everything. Sure, sure, sure. My son has the worst pitch <laughs> <laughs> ever. Like he can't. We were, we were. He's 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 supposed to play like the drum for a little sure. drummer boy this year or something. Yeah. And like, and he's singing while he does it. And I'm like, can you not do that? <laughs> uh, if I was a normal human being, I might feel bad about that. Right, but I right, don't. Right, I'm right. like, I'm well, like. Here's the thing too. When these kids are auditioning, um, to go along with what you were saying about everybody getting a trophy, as a director, you know, you we're, we want to take the best of the best. Yep. So if we get, let's say we get two sisters that come out, and. One sister is really good, and the, other one's, and the yeah. other one's not. I have no problem saying to one, yes, we'd like you for this part, and to the other one, sorry, we have nothing for you at this time. I have no problem doing that um, because, again, we're trying to do what's best for the show. And I think, now that I'm a parent, I can say, I think that's good for a kid. I mean, you're, this kid might not be yeah. ready. This might not be his thing, you know, or her thing. You, you, know, you know what it is, and I don't want to like get into the societal sidetrack, but... <laughs> It's a case of, you're right, it is good for the kid because at some point, you know, I'm a firm believer is there's always someone better than you at something. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Every time. You mm -hmm. might be great, but there's someone better. And it's an important thing to learn because it's humbling. Right. And if, if you if you let your kid go through their whole life where like, oh, no, you won. You're, you're the best. You're right. the best. Right. They're going to fall flat on their face when they're they in the real world. They're going to be major disappointment right. when they get older. You know, like Absolutely. If, if your kid is the best at everything, well, mm -hmm. guess what? You're the first in the world. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, it just doesn't, it doesn't happen. Yeah. And it's important. Yeah in a good way to learn it, you know, and it's a hard conversation to have. I went through, like I said, with sports, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, my, my son thought he was the fastest in the world and he did uh, <laughs> a baseball where they had like a baseball event where they had all these different things and it was like a hitting contest sure. and everything and uh, he didn't win one of them. Oh, wow. And he was like, at the end, they're giving out the trophy to so all the people that won and he didn't get any gold, no silver, no bronze or anything. And mm -hmm. and he's um, he was like, you know, how did they have I... like a participation ribbon? No, they nothing. Because nothing. So, and, oh. and, uh, they, they did through the season, but this sure. was like an extra event. Yeah, okay. And he's like, you know, he's crying. He's like, why didn't I? I'm like, well, listen, all those other kids, they just, they worked really hard and they earned mm -hmm. that and you didn't get it this year. I was like, did you practice running? 
No. It's like, mm. did you practice hitting? No. Mm. I said, well, why do you think you would earn that over them if you didn't do any work to get it? Right. So it's the same thing in theater. Did, did they did they take vocal exactly. lessons? Exactly. Did they practice are, doing this? Are, are they dance classes? Absolutely. And if you can't say yes to all those questions that you're trying your damnedest to get it, then why would you be surprised you didn't get cast in something? And the same goes to the parents. Oh, yeah. If you're not doing all that, being like some of, the, sure. some of these parents, like, I don't know how they do it. Let me tell you, I, I, I had this one parent, and, and this is kind of... Um, kind of the same thing um we offered the daughter a role it was a speaking role it was a good size uh, it, it was a decent part um and uh it took a couple days for her to get back to me but when she finally did um i guess the kid did some research on her own figured out what the part was um thought it wasn't a very big part uh so she decided she didn't want to do it which was fine i, I get that if, if you don't want to do it that's totally fine it's a huge commitment to be involved in a show and, yep. and we totally get that i had 60 other kids audition. Um, so I just thought it was weird that the parent kept me on the phone for like an extra 20 minutes explaining to me why the daughter wasn't going to take the role. And in my head, I was like, you don't need, li- yeah, I, wanted to, right. I just want to say, you don't need to explain to me. Yeah. One, I get it. And two, I don't care. Well, yeah, I didn't, I don't <laughs> yeah. care because I have 60 other yeah. kids I could choose from to put in that role. Someone's going to play that part if it's not your kid. If you have whatever your reasons are that you don't want to do it, you don't it's, need it's to not gonna offend you. It, you're, you're exactly. Not gonna, you're exactly. Not gonna... Maybe next time. Yeah. You know. Um, but here's the thing too. We actually have kid. We had a, we had this kid who auditioned, and um, she was great. She was there the first night. Um, but I think she was one of those kids who knew she was great. Uh, she literally sang. She first of all, I think she sang a song that probably wasn't the best choice for her audition even though she sang it very well. And, you know, we tell them, you know, prepare 16 bars. But here's the thing. You might not sing all 16 bars. We need to hear what you can do. And once we got that, we'll either cut you off or we'll let you finish or whatever. Yep. Um, she sang the song. Again, I didn't think it was the best choice in song, um, but she was really good. So I was like, all right, I've heard enough. And I stopped her. Uh, I think she gave me a little attitude when I stopped her. She rolled her eyes and she walked off stage. And I was like, really? That's... <laughs> so she's gonna handle herself and then I kind of kept an eye on her for the rest of the night and um, they would be doing dances and she just kind of was going through the motions again she was nailing the dances rolling her eyes and I'm like I had a feeling no this was the first we did auditions over two nights this was the first night I had a feeling that because there were a lot of younger kids there she may have been like this isn't what I thought it was gonna be mm-hmm. I was hoping it was gonna be a lot of older kids but it's all little kids and she probably didn't want to be in a show that was just going to be all little kids. Yep. Um, which is too bad because had she been there the second night, we had mostly older kids the second night <laughs> and not so many little kids. Yep. Um, and I'm going to say right here and now, and I don't know if she'll ever hear this. I don't even know if she knows who we're talking about. She would have been the lead. She was that good. She would have been the lead. But for whatever reason, when we... We didn't even get, before we even got to the second night of auditions, after that night of auditions, she went home and called us and said, please take me out of the running. Hmm. So we didn't even get to offer her anything. She was like, I'm all set. Thank you very much. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, thank you for letting me audition. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't want to do anything. I was beside myself. I was like, she was so good. I Why not. would you do that? You would have been the lead you're, of the show. You're nicer than I am. I would have not offered just for being a cocky business. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, she's a kid. And, and I mean, 
I want to say she was like, I don't know, like 14 years old. Um, I thought she was older than that, but I think looking at her sheet, she was like 14 years old. But even still, she was so good. And and she she sang, she danced, she did a good reading. And in my head, for, if I had to cast that show first night, she would have been the lead. Um, and then this, in, in getting that email, I was like, are you kidding me? She's backing up. Why? She was so good. And again, it goes back to, I think, yeah. in her mind, she didn't want to be in a, a little kid show. And I, and I understand, trust me, as a yep. director, I understand that that's why I wasn't mad about it. But it's just too bad because she was that good. And we, we lost out. She lost out. Um, maybe, and, she, maybe she should have asked the question instead of just, Yeah, if know. she would have been like, is it going to be an old kid show? No, because we cast a lot of people. We had like 60, no, we had like 53 people come out or something like that. And um, I would say most of them were older kids. We didn't get a lot of little ones come out, but yeah. most of them were older kids. Hmm. But they all came the second night, and that's the kicker. <laughs> you know, they were all there on the second night, so it's like she missed the opportunity to see that, which is too bad for her. And we replace it with somebody else. So the show goes on. Who knows? <laughs> the eye rolling, you might have dodged a bullet. Who knows? Possibility. Possibility. Yep. Uh, so it's tough. It's tough auditioning kids. You know, we get kids who come in, and if it's their first time, you know, they're up there, and they're they're either really good, or sometimes they can be really bad. And as a director, unfortunately, if the kid is bad, you're probably not going to make it this time. But use this as your learning experience. Go on to your next audition. You uh, know? If theater is like anything else in the world. If you if you want to be good at it, you've got to practice. Absolutely. And and these in the and I'll tell you, we get some kids who come in and they will just blow you away. They open their mouths and you're like, holy shit! You grab their sheet and you're looking at it. You're checking. Oh my god, this kid's been singing for eight years. This kid's been in dance yep. for six years. You know that this is what they do. This is what they want to do. Um, and then every once in a while, you'll get a surprise. This kid's never done a show, opens their mouth, and they're like angelic. And you're like, holy crap, yeah. where did that sound come from? Uh, so it's, and it's really depending on what, what we're looking for in casting. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's crazy too, because I call everyone, whether you get a part or not. And um, I can honestly say, fortunately, um, and this isn't something that happens very often, but with the Alice in Wonderland Jr., uh, auditions, we actually offered a role to everyone that auditioned. Really? Yeah, we did. Well, like I said, we were looking to get a cast of about 45, and I think like 53 came out. So there were only a handful. Yep. There was there was a no pile. I'm not going to lie to you. There was a no pile. But by the time we stopped offering roles to people, yep. people start refusing because some of the older kids refused, yep. um, which is fine. It's going to happen. There's room for it. And you start moving people around. It's like now we've taken some of the ensemble and we've moved them into leading roles. No pile comes. No pile ensemble. starts to slide into ensemble. Yeah. And by the time we got to the end of it, it was like I had ten kids left. I was like, why? Why say no? Let's bring yeah. them in. Let's teach them something. Because I'm a huge stickler. If you're, if I'm touching my mic over here, like an asshole. <laughs> if you're gonna go to a theater program. Go and learn something. There are too many programs out there where these kids are going. They're not learning anything. They're just going through the motions. This is you on stage. You get to do a little performance. It's a, it's a babysitting program. It's a babysitting program. And there's a lot out there like that. And I feel that when they get to us, they're not prepared for this. So yeah. it's like, you know what? 
let's take these 10 kids we were originally going to say no to. Let's teach them. This is how you're supposed to be in a show. You know, you, sure, you got to by the skin of your teeth, but you're going to work your ass off on this show. This is not going to be an easy show. This isn't going to be your theater class. This is going to be an actual performance, and you're going to work because yeah. you're going to be just as good as everybody else on that stage because we don't let anything slide. Because, like, you know, anybody who's seen an Encore Kids show knows they're just as professional as our as our yep. as our big shows you know we same don't sets same big uh, sets same costumes pits, everything musician yeah it's it, we don't mess around and 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 i hold these kids it sounds awful but i hold them to the same level that i would hold an adult cast in, in, in a big performance like we just did mary poppins these kids are going to deliver a caliber performance to the best of their ability and i won't let them uh do anything less you know um we just can't. One, we can't afford to do that yeah. because this is this is a big deal. We work in a theater that makes money, and it's a business. It's, uh, it's you know? reputation too. This you isn't know? your high school performance where you're just doing it for your friends and family. They open this up to the public. People are paying good money to come and see this show. Especially like you said with the kids shows, it's a lot of uh, big name shows. Sure, so, it's all the Disney stuff right. that everybody wants to see. So you get families, they're Absolutely. coming. Like a, you go to any of those kids shows on a Sunday show, oh my, oh my God, it's crazy. Oh, it gives me nightmares. The volume level of all those little kids is ridiculous. But that's what you want, you want to have that. Yeah. Um, and you want to give these kids a great experience. Um, and it's funny too, because you know, we just did Mary Poppins and uh, I got to work with some great kids in that show. And the whole time, it's kind of like, you know, you, you want to get the best performance out of them. So you got to you gotta kind of keep them under your thumb a little bit. Don't yeah. let them get away with anything. And, and you're constantly pushing and pushing to get the best performance out of them. And when it's all said and done, I'm like, these kids probably hate me now. <laughs> but at the cast party, the reactions I'm getting, you know, these kids come up to me and I'm getting a big hug. Thank you so much. And I'm, I'm talking to the families and, and it's... And it's just enough, you know. You 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 push them hard, but they respect you for it. Because I think if I went too easy, they would just be like this. I've got to imagine care. too. You probably see that with the parents too, because it's one thing when you you go through the rehearsal process. And the rehearsal process, kid show, adult show, doesn't matter. It's brutal. It's you know, it's well, it's long. But then when you, it's different when you finally opening night you know that weekend whatever you see the finished product oh absolutely all that work oh yeah you know parents i'm sure they never imagined especially if it's their first show or something like that i bet they never imagined what um what it would turn into you know from from the from the nothing in the rehearsals to like wow this is this is crazy yeah, a lot know? of them yeah and it's funny too because i've said this in the past a lot of parents come up to me Hey, great job, Fred. The show looks fantastic. And they'll walk away and I'll be like, I have no idea who that was. <laughs> but they're a parent of a kid in the show. Yeah. And I'm like, I might have seen them one other time yeah. and it's just not clicking. And then a few minutes later, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's so-and-so's parent. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's the thing, too. With our kids' shows, we do closed rehearsals. So the only way to see anything that's going on for the parents is to get involved. Parent monitoring, we call it. You know, basically it's babysitting. So the kids don't get too loud when we're trying yeah. to have, when we have the big groups there and we're trying to do a lot of stuff. Tease them. Um, yeah, <laughs> as if. Um, but yeah, it, that's the thing. The only way they get to see what's going on is to get involved. And a lot of parents will get involved, which is great, but some of them don't. Some yeah. of them drop off, they go do their thing, they come back and they pick up, which is great too, however you want to do it. Um, but I find it's, like you said, the parents who don't hang around come that opening night and they're just like, wow, 
not what we expected at all. Yep. Uh, and they're they're just they're just so impressed with not only the production, they're impressed with their kid as well because we've turned them into these great little performers who are pulling off these amazing little shows. Yeah. You know, and I say little facetiously because we don't do anything little. It's always big, big, big. It's it's crazy too. You know. On the parent level and the, and the kid level too, a lot of people don't realize like the benefits of doing, doing theater and being involved in stuff like this, you know. And but I, I see it all the time. Like at work, um, in my previous job, I, I ran like an internship program with mm -hmm. like local colleges, and uh, I would actually look on resumes for things like theater or music sure. that stand oh, out. Yeah. Uh, mainly because if you look at if someone can stand, you know, sing whatever they're doing, if they can do it on the stage in front of 500 people, oh. then they have some type of ability to communicate, sure. to express they themselves. Probably like a charisma. Right. They'll have, yeah. Um, but then you, you could have the smartest kid in the world, but if they <laughs> if they can't carry a basic conversation with someone or they're, they're mm -hmm. amazingly socially awkward, then uh, they're not going to, you know, I mean, they'll get a decent job where they're in a cubicle for the rest of their sure. life where they can't talk to anybody, but they're not going to be able to... To right. get they, they don't have those. There. They don't get the yeah. skill. They don't develop the skills. But that's and theater. Theater definitely develops those skills. Sure. sure, so sure. It's, well, it's, like sports. Sports is good for like team building and, and, and working together. And theater is just as good. Absolutely. Uh, if not, sometimes better because you know I I feel that sports um, as competitive as there is is that competitive side to it. Theater can be competitive when you come to the audition process, but once you're past that process, then it's just. It's more than that, you know. Yep. It's not a constant competitiveness where you're not always trying to win. You're collaborating with other people to put mm -hmm. on a, a performance, to put on a show as a collaboration with other people. You're not working against them. You're working with them. Yeah, uh, to, really, to deliver. It's really project oriented. Sure, you know? sure, sure. And um, we get kids come out all the time. We get some really talented kids, and we get some doozies too. Let me tell you, um, we uh, we. We've worked with some, uh, I hate to say winners, because we're talking about kids, but man, we've worked with some winners. <laughs> there is no doubt about that. Uh, all right, let's do this. Let's take a break. We'll come back. I'll tell you some stories of uh, some of these winners I'm talking about. We'll be right back. Behind the Act Curtain is sponsored by Macaulay Music Studio, featuring lessons in acoustic and electric guitar, electric bass, beginner piano, ages five and up, also has a full featured recording studio that specializes in audition demos. You can visit the website at MacaulayMusicStudio.com, Macaulay is spelled M-A-C-A-U-L-A-Y, or contacting Matt at 401-347-2390 or MacaulayMusicStudio at gmail.com. And we are back talking about working with kids in theater. Kids. Oh man, the look on your face right now is priceless. I wish this was sometimes. I wish this pure, was a video pure podcast. Disgust. It is. It's just a look of disgust. Every time we say the word "kids," your face uh, just crumbles. Um, not every kid's a bad kid. I will no, say. No. You know, you get you get a handful of good kids every now and again. Um, but there are there are those monsters out there. I'll tell yeah. you. There's a few. I remember we did a production. Um, oh Christ, I don't remember what show. It was, it was either one of the Aladdins or something like that. Um, but here's the thing I'm noticing too, more and more so nowadays, kids with issues, 
like Asperger's or ADD or mm. whatever, whatever the ailment of the week happens to be. Yep. Um, every once in a while, we'll get one of those. And it's like, you know what? You want to give these kids an opportunity like anybody else. But these fucking kids drive you nuts. I had this one kid. Um, he literally... Now, if your kid's got a question, ask me a question. Don't ask me 50 questions in the course of one rehearsal because that's going to be an issue. You know, I can't be spending all this time just talking to you because I have 30 other kids in the room that I'm trying to work with. Yep. This kid would ask question, 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 question. It was just like to the point where I eventually had to take a crew member and be like, you know what? You're now responsible for answering this kid's question because <laughs> I can't do it. I just don't. If he comes across with an actual question, bring it to me. But if not, just let it yeah. go. Um, and that kid just drove me bonkers that entire show. Um, and it's funny, too, because uh, we have, you know, we've kids who come through and they do a lot of shows with us and then you, you kind of bump them up and finally put them in like a leading position and they just can't deliver. We've had that issue. Um, and and it's funny too because even though they weren't able to deliver now, they've actually grown up being cast back into the ensemble for years and now they're like leading men and women in our shows. But uh, you come across those kids that just sometimes they just, it's bad casting and they just, they just can't do it. It's too bad though, because you know they're good kids, but man, you give them an opportunity, and they just drop the ball. And you're like, okay, you're going back to the ensemble yeah. for the rest of your life. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. I like it just with the the kids, the kid shows, and all that stuff. I just like all it takes is like one kid with attitude to just oh, that will fucking put rain me on off your parade. Just, yep. Because you because it's kids, so it's not like like an adult gives me attitude. I can be like, listen, fuck you, <laughs> but. Not that we talk to our adults that way. Well, often. I, I do. <laughs> but it's with a kid. It's like, I'm like, oh, the parents get so mad at me when I talk to them. Like yeah. <laughs> I wish I talked to them. Right, know. right. It's just, uh, yeah, it, it really, it just takes like one and I'm like, God, I don't want to be here. Yeah. It's, it's uh, tough. I mean, we're going to have a cast of 45 kids at this Alice show. You're going to get uh, at least one. Oh, I'm sure I'll have it's probably one. Like and 10. like you said, with that one comes a couple of parents. So, you know, maybe we'll have... Uh, Kids don't turn out that way for no reason. They learn it somewhere. Yeah. yeah they learn it somewhere. But, um, you know, in, in, as much as I don't like repeating shows, it is a show I've done before. So we'll, we'll see what I can bring new to it. And, and it's a whole new group of kids. So nope. I, I look for... And, and, and that's the thing. I'm going to get these new kids. And I'm going to try to teach them something. If I can get one kid... To learn something, who can go off and take that knowledge and use it in other performances. That's really what it's all about. You know, I really like for kids to learn something. Um, most of them will get it. Some of them won't. But, you know, it'll be an experience. And this will decide, you know, future if they want to continue to do these shows or not because yep. they are going to work and I will make them work very hard. The kid, Those 10 kids who made it in by the skin of their teeth, they're probably going to work the hardest. They're going to work really hard. Um, and, you know, and it's not one particular thing. We had 53 kids come out. We were only looking to take about 40, 45 kids. So some of them were going to get cast aside. Yep. Uh, and again, it's it's really up to their abilities versus what is the director looking for. You know, you could have... We, we had... Um, I don't know if we talked about this uh, on one of the previous podcasts when we were talking about the Mary Poppins stuff, but we had um, this little girl come out. 
Uh, she was the first time I had ever seen her audition for Encore Kids, um, or any Encore show for that matter. And she was phenomenal. I was actually hoping she was going to come out for Alice. Um, unfortunately, she did not, which is too bad, because I really wanted to work with this kid. Yes. But unfortunately, for the, Alice, uh, for, the, um, for the Mary Poppins auditions, she would have been a great... She, she probably could have been Jane. Uh, however, she was the same height as the kid that was playing... Trust me, the kid who was playing Michael got up and auditioned. We wanted him from the start. There was no question about it. He was going to be Michael. Yep. So you start putting Pairing everybody up, up yeah, against them. Yeah. So this, this... And I'll never forget this little girl came in. She's a little redhead. She was phenomenal. But they were the same height, and I didn't want the two kids to be the same height or the same age. Yeah. Um, I wanted the sister to be a little bit taller and look a little bit older. Not a lot, but I just needed that visually. Um, had that not been something I wanted, I'm telling you, this little redheaded girl would have been that part, without a question, because she was that good. And unfortunately, um, the minute she's not cast in that role, that's it. There's nothing else for her. You know, because she was right, that good, yeah, and, and it was like, and, and, and that happens a and lot. There's with no, kids. there's no other roles in that show. Absolutely. So, so yeah. when we're casting, you know, like a show like Alice, if a kid would have auditioned and I didn't see her, I, maybe I saw her for this part, um, but then we didn't put her in that part because somebody else came the second night that was better. That person starts to trickle down. I call it the trickle down effect, and we start to lose them. They would have been perfect in that part, but then they're really not perfect for anything else that you see, and then they fall into the ensemble pile, and then you offer them ensemble, and I they did, usually don't take it. I did think it was cool. I, I don't know if it was the last, the Encore Alice, I think it was the Stadium Alice, because yep. that was the most recent, and they had uh, they had multiple Alices. The, that's that's what it calls for in the script. Oh. There's actually three. There's yeah. a tall Alice, there's a sh little Alice, and then there's a regular oh, size Alice. Because the, the, tall, the tall Alice that they had was like, like this girl's gonna be a basketball player. Like she was, <laughs> she, she, really was she was tall, like tall. Yeah. But it worked out awesome for sure. the uh, yeah. for the the show. The, the, the script calls for that to oh, break okay. it up that way. So uh, and just like the Cheshire Cats, played by three people as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different things that they do in that show to um to to to, to make it a bigger production, cast, yeah. if you will. Um, a lot of those kid shows. The scripts are like that. Yeah, they're, and, and they're designed that way, which is great, you know, because we'll be able to do a lot of stuff with these kids. And um, I am, I mean, as exhausted as I am coming off of Mary Poppins, and as much as I don't want to be there right now just because, I mean, we did the show and I've already, we just had auditions. I do get a month off, which will be nice. So January, I'll be refreshed and um, be able to get into it. And uh, I do. I've always said it. I like working with the kids. And people, I think, are surprised when I say that. They're like, really? Because... If, if you've ever heard me talk about kids, <laughs> I always say the same thing. Yeah. I don't really care for kids. I don't like it. I like my own kid. You know, I don't like everybody else's kids, but I like my kid. Um, which is funny, but, you know, it, it's tongue-in-cheek when I talk like that. Because I do. I, I like working with the kids. And like I said, when you get a good group of kids, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun and you can do a lot of crazy things. It's when you get those one or two chowderheads that you're just ready to strangle. Now, I know from just doing encore stuff because we keep it at such a high caliber. We're always pushing for the best things. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, my wife has uh, done some of the programs at the stadium uh, where they're doing like, it's a, it's a learning program and she's teaching them stuff and stuff like that. She tells me that some of the kids she gets are just like, 
It's it's like because they don't audition these kids. They take everyone. So if you've got a fee yeah, to pay to get you're, in, you're applying. You you're going to be in it regardless. And she says it makes it very difficult because you're not picking and choosing who's yeah. going to be in your well, production. It's hard too because you could get a class, and I, I've seen them because that, you know I do the the actual the recitals, and mm -hmm. you might have a class of you know ten or fifteen kids, and you might have twelve really good ones, but even one that just doesn't want to be there. Makes it really challenging it does. because it does. now now they're paying to be there, so you have you to find have a role to do for them, and you've got to get them involved. So yes. now you're actually spending more time on someone that doesn't even want to be there right. than you could be spending on the people that want to well, be there. Let me ask you this: even though we're talking about kids, this kind of plays into it. As a parent, how do you feel? Because my kids are too little to do anything yet. Uh, how do you feel about a production fee? Or a, um, I don't do sports have fees like oh, yeah. are there sport oh, yeah. fees? Yeah, because yeah, so I, I remember playing little league when I was a kid. I don't so, remember paying. So actually, but. so uh, uh, my oldest plays soccer. Okay. And um, this year he really wanted uh, you know to. What? My sons played yeah. soccer. We did well, have to pay well, for soccer. So you now get, you get a little fee. My wife handles that. That's why I don't know. <laughs> but um, so we he wanted to try do the uh, travel team. Okay. Like each town has a travel team, so sure. you have to you have to actually have a, a a tryout for it and everything. Okay. So he made travel soccer. I was like I'm so proud. I'm like yeah, he made sure. travel soccer because he plays soccer a lot. You know, uh, my wife played soccer, mostly played yep. soccer. Yep. And. Um, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, you know, sign up. It's uh, it's gonna be four hundred and seventy five dollars. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm it's like four hundred seventy. Yeah. Okay, I'm like, come come again. <laughs> How many weeks is it? It's uh, I don't even know. Like, oh. I, I was like, I was like, listen, <laughs> like one game. Four I, was like, I, was like, I was like, listen, Alex, you know, I, I I you know, I'm I'm really happy you made tryouts travel soccer. Just signed you up for Boy Scouts. That was you know, a couple hundred sure. bucks and everything for the year. Right, right, right. <laughs> and right. I'm like. Uh, you know, you're seven. I'm not paying 500 bucks for a seven-year-old to play travel soccer. Like it just that seems. And supposedly there's other fees. So I was talking to another parent, and there are there are leagues out there for like eight-year-olds where it's over a thousand dollars to play God. soccer. Okay, like that's what the so that's crazy. So I'm okay with a reasonable yeah, fee, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. because I I'd rather pay a little bit of money to have a, a quality program sure. and everything. Sure, but, sure, sure, sure. But it can't be ridiculous. You know, I mean, just, I could see if my kid, you know, when he's a little. I mean, like I said, I, I'm, I'm totally forgetting the fact that he did play soccer. But if we paid like what, eighty bucks? Yeah, like town and soccer. It was, yeah, is like I was like eighty bucks, 80 bucks, and bucks. he played like five weeks or something yeah. like that. Or it was like one hundred twenty-five dollars, and he did a week's camp or something like that. Yeah. Whatever the prices are. Um, yeah, like you said, a reasonable no, place. Like, okay. I, I do know that um, the programs there. I believe they still do scholarships and things like that oh, okay. for families that can uh, sure. actually I know they do because um, and I'm obviously I'm not going to say any names but there are a few there are a few performers that are in Encore now that are older mm -hmm. that from like what was the first Yah was I think six years ago or something okay. like that and um, Melissa was working at Harris School I remember that That's and right. she got a lot of students in on scholarships sure. from Harris because you know Harris it's in one socket. Yep. Stadiums in one socket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's some poor areas, and there's there's two actors or two people involved still now. Nice. That um, came, originally came in that way. originally came in on that's, scholarships that's great. from that's, and from that's young, great. you know. That's great. That's yeah. great that they were able to to do it and be able to stick with it and continue yeah. on through. Yeah. That's fantastic. And that's what I mean. That's what we hope for. And that well, that's what you want. You want to give these kids as much of an opportunity as you can because yeah. you know the, the tough thing is, and it does happen, are the parents that see it as uh, babysitting right. service yeah. or that they're paying mm -hmm. for a role. And I've had to deal. 
deal with it where it's like, you know, we paid for this and you know, yeah. why doesn't my child have a mic? And sure. I'd be like, oh, right. I'm like, hey, that, that <laughs> conversation is above my pay grade. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you want to talk about that? Please go to the exactly. front office, have a exactly. conversation with and them. And that's the thing too, because, you know, like from the Encore Kids perspective and as a director, um, you're right, these kids are paying to be here. Um, but I don't look at it as they're paying to be in a show. They're paying to learn how to be in a show. Yeah, it's like paying to go to private school. Uh, you know? Exactly. You, you're, you're not paying to get an A. And That's if, right. If you think that's the case, then you're, you're Absolutely. sending a kid you're, there for the wrong you're reason. You're being given an opportunity. And again, they had to audition before they're even paying. It's not like you're paying to audition. You're, right. You have you, you pay after the fact. So if you're auditioning... Now that would be a good, good scheme. Be, <laughs> right? And you'd be like, nobody's getting cast. <laughs> 50 bucks to audition. 100 kids um, later, yeah, we're going to cancel the production. But that's the thing, too. That's why you know we're very careful when we, we bring these kids in because you want to you want to be able to take like I said we've always we always take the best and and if you even get those few stragglers who you know they're right there on the cusp of maybe they almost didn't make it um, they're going to get the same opportunities and they're going to get even though their role might be small yep. but here's the thing a lot of these kids that are getting sucked in are going to become ensemble members and anybody who does theater knows ensemble does most of the work because they're in most of the scenes yeah sure they might not have all the lines in the show, yep. but like any time there's a scene that involves all these people, they're in those scenes. You know, so we're we're doing a good job of splitting them up and giving them all their own little parts and stuff like that. So it, it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great little show. Um, and you know, our encore kids program is, um, and it just so happens this time, you know, we're gonna have some of the younger ones. It's not one of the older casts. It's like an all ages yeah. uh, encore kids range. Um, but it's nice because we're able to do that once in a while. It doesn't happen every time, but when it does, you know. It's usually a good good mix, you know. And here's the thing, too. I say kids a lot. I'm also referring to our young adults because the kids who are in that yeah. 18 to 20-year-old range, um, we're losing a lot of our kids. They're going off to college. Yeah. So it's like every couple of years, you end up with this group of kids who you start to mold into your core group. You cast them a lot together, and, and they become they become your, your, your core actors. But here's the problem. When it comes to the kids, they go off to school. They go off to college. The minute they leave, it's like, that's it. You don't get that talent anymore. And that talent's usually really good yep. by the time we get them to that level. So it's like, you, we're, we're getting these kids now at a young age into the Encore program, the Encore Kids program. And we're hoping that we're teaching them enough to make them um, better actors, better performers, so that they can grow up within the company and become our leading ladies and leading men later on down the road. You know, it's interesting too, in all facets of theater, um, I found it funny that like the last core group that got older and you know went off to school and everything, um, six years ago, there were never any like early 20 year olds involved in like the technical aspects. Right. But for whatever reason, that core group, like there's like, seven of them that yeah that stuck around you know is what? like and i get there's a is less uh, commitment with tech than i don't know if that's why but i've never seen anything like that i'm gonna tell you something about that it's funny that you bring that up because i just i just had some things going through my head recently about that um encore kids just did fame junior yep. and um a lot of the kids as you will that you're talking about yeah like yeah the group i'm sure, I'm sure they were kids involved now getting involved they're stage managing they run spotlights they're working backstage and <laughs> and i'm seeing that and i'm like 
I don't know if it's me and you know being so involved in Encore and being one of the you know one of the heads of the company. Um, I'm seeing that next generation move into these positions, and it's almost like I don't want to use the word fearful, but I have a I have a concern because. I love the fact that they're getting involved. I love the fact that they're doing it. But I'm also in that mentality of we need to take this serious. Yeah. We, this can't just be fun and games. Oh, we're all having a great time being yep. friends and, you know, boyfriending, girlfriending and hanging out and playing. This is a business. And when, when the day is done, we have a product we have to deliver. So I don't care how you get there. Just get there. Yep. And it's tough for me because I think I'm getting older and I'm seeing that next generation move in and they are. They're becoming stage managers. They're becoming lighting yeah. designers. They're becoming sound people. They're they're doing the jobs that we always do. And it's great that we have that. I'm so glad we have new directors. And, and, and some, some do better than others. Some will do yeah. better than others. And some will excel and some will decide, you know, maybe that's not the best thing for me and they'll try something else. But the fact that they're now getting the chance to do that, I'm looking at it from afar and I'm just saying in the back of my head, I'm just like, just please take it seriously. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. Because... The minute they do, it's gonna stop. Part, yeah, <laughs> well, part part of me hopes too that, um, having acted since they've all been on stage, sure, that's where they, that they they're usually I'm, start. I'm there. hoping they Absolutely. just remember that and they get it. Like, remember how much work that you put into something. Absolutely, and give and those, I think they do. Yeah, and give the other people the same do. respect. And Absolutely, and I and I don't, I don't think it's a I don't think it's an issue with them working alongside of the actors. I just think the overall commitment of, like we talked about in our last episode. Yeah. If someone's not going to do this. Someone's going to step up and do it. I have to do this myself. And as long as they're keeping that tucked in the back of their head that, hey, you know, if so-and-so's dropping the ball, I'm going to have to step up and do this. That's the mentality we need. As long as they have positive role models like us. Well, that's what I'm hoping. I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping that at the end of the day... These kids are learning something, and 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 even if it's learning how to not do something a certain way, like maybe I handled a situation poorly, and uh, they're learning not to do it that way. You know, I'm okay with that too. You know, learn from yeah. my mistakes. Really I sometimes I don't learn from myself, but you know, learn from my mistakes. Learn from what I can teach you, and then just be the best, whatever it is you're doing that you can be. Because, uh, like you said, the, it's great. These kids grow up within these company and they they just and and even if they go outside of our organization take that knowledge and yep. bring it somewhere else i think that's great too and i'm seeing that i'm seeing um you know uh, one of the girls that she, actually when we just did mary poppins i found out that um she had done some choreography for another company which was great but now she's actually getting to direct at that company that's fantastic and I'm like, wow, that's she's got the opportunity. Uh, she's going to be able to go over there. And I hope she takes all the knowledge and everything she's ever learned and, and kind of incorporates that into what she does. And that'll, that'll be great for her. Yep. You know? So um, to all the little kids listening, because I'm sure they're all huddled around <laughs> <laughs> the uh, podcast device, listen to us in our foul language. But, um, I've been pretty tame this Yeah, episode. we have. I know. Well, actually, the last two episodes, I don't think that's, I dropped that that's, in the uh, That's okay. That's it's a okay. record. <laughs> Let's not prove any points yeah. with that. <laughs> 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 but, 
But uh, no, seriously, if if these kids, you know, um, just just keep doing it. That's all I can say. You know, parents. Remind your kids, you know, keep doing it. You might not have made it into this show. Doesn't mean you won't make it into the next show. Yeah. Um, and definitely. Um, you Perseverance. Know. It's a good. Uh, it's a good. Uh, good thing to learn, even at a young age, you yeah. know. And and apparently, theater is a lot cheaper than sports. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they charge, but yeah. Yeah, I, I think for I think for like the encore kids, I want to say it's like in the range of one twenty-five to one fifty. I don't yeah, think it's one seventy-five. That's not bad at all. And I think if there's like multiple kids in a family, they can get some kind of deal. But uh, even still, and and think about it. I mean, how long? How long? If you do a sports class for a week and you're paying a couple hundred dollars, well, if you, like if this I, is like a three month event we're talking about. So I did a six week, so one day a week, six weeks, okay, like an hour and a half, I think, like a soccer camp, like mm-hmm. an extra kind of thing, and that was a buck seventy five, I think. Okay, so. And you think about it, depending on the size of the role, we're there three days a week, and it lasts for about three months. Right. Yeah. And we're talking about, you know, they're, they're going to learn to dance, they're going to learn to sing, they're going to learn all this acting stuff. Yep. Um, they're going to become, a, hopefully, a, a great group of friends by the time it's done, because I can't tell you how many times I've seen that. New kids come into an organization like this, and they they make so many friends. Oh my god, the tears at the cast parties are just ridiculous. I don't think I've ever, (laughs) like, no matter no matter how shy the person, I don't think I've ever seen someone shunned from a cast. No, I don't think I've ever seen it. No, no, no. I mean, even even if a kid's like, I've seen some annoying kids that drive me nuts. Sure, and they're still. People that are talking to them and absolutely, hanging out with them. And I've never seen yeah. someone that's isolated. There's always somebody yeah. finding somebody and making little friends and stuff like that. And I think it's great that you, you know where we have the ability to offer that opportunity for them to do that. Yeah. You know, so whether it's you know whether it's a huge production like um, something like Mary Poppins we just did, or whether it's one of our smaller shows like one of the encore kid shows, one of the junior productions, um, there's a little something for everyone. And, Hopefully they're all taking something away from it when it's all said and done. Because, uh, like I said, I I like working with the kids, and I will continue to work with the kids um, as long as I'm deemed fit to do so. <laughs> Your parole officer might have something to say about that. Nice. <laughs> um, you know, and like I said, uh, how often are these kids going to come in and they're going to learn how to wear a microphone or, or a piece of equipment? You know, um, that in itself is probably worth... Uh, being involved in the show because if you go on to another company and they're like I have a mic for you to wear they'll be like oh I've worn one of those before I should know how to take care of that I should know how not to break it John beat me severely (laughs) so I know what to do he threatened to take a shit in the toilet (laughs) twice (laughs) someone's gonna do it so yeah you know it's gonna be fun that'll be a great show and like I said kids uh, I'm not afraid of working with the kids kids don't bother me uh some of the adults bother me, but not the kids. <laughs> and I'm sure as the progress grows along and we're continuing to do this, I'm, I'm sure we'll, I'll have some stories as that's... Uh, well, there's always stories. As that rounds the bend, because like I said, after the first of the year, we're getting started. And I think we're right on the third. It's our first rehearsal. So we'll have our parent meeting and explain to them all how it's going to work. And hopefully they're all okay with it. <laughs> not that it's a scary thing. I, I think. I've got to get my kids involved so I can just start heckling you. Oh, Jesus you know, let me tell you, 
you'll be one of those. Well, you're one of those parents I'll be able to handle with one of my <laughs> one of my speeches, one of my parent meeting speeches. I'll be I'll be I'll, I'll like try to get the other parents all riled up. Yeah, I'll right. Like, this right guy's gotta go. This guy's an ass. We gotta get rid of him. <laughs> What's his problem? That'll you, just, that'll you just, won't be the only I'll one. Sit in the back, just yeah, twiddling right? my thumbs and just watch it all unfold. My masterpiece. Well, I can honestly say, kids are in good hands. We'll take good care of them. We'll, we'll make them little superstars. And I'll tell you, opening night when that curtain falls and those kids get to come out and see their friends and family. Oh my God, they're all gonna be beaming. So it'll be a good time. Yep. All right, that's going to be it for this week. Talking about kids, I'm Fred Fortier. I'm John Roberts. We'll see you Behind the Act Curtain. You've been listening to Behind the Act Curtain. You can follow us on Facebook at Behind the Act Curtain or on our website, BehindTheActCurtain.com. Original music by Shaded Glitch. You can download his debut album, Lost in a Labyrinth, on iTunes and follow him on all social media. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, send us an email at BehindTheActCurtain at gmail.com.